Welcome back. Things have changed. I'm joining you from from underground. Literally this time. I'm underground. I left the underground. Let me catch you up. Ah, uh, well, I have even less hope now that anyone will ever hear this. I'm in a safe place. I left the underground last week. Dr. Gaurav Singh, one-time engineer and seller of LEDs, now mined in a box, forever awaiting the singularity or other science fiction scenario, led me to his apocalypse bunker. Dr. Singh had made himself even more unpopular with the underground than I did. One of their leaders had been using some of Dr. Singh's memory to record his blog. He was about to write his millionth word about scratch-and-sniff items. Did you know there was scratch-and-sniff nail polish? I didn't. Did you care? Whatever new world emerges, I hope it's one where that sentence makes no sense. He was about to write his millionth word when Dr. Singh shut himself off. He wiped his memory of that blog, which I hope I'll be able to do in time. Dr. Singh also began refusing to let people search any of his stored information. He got tired of the Wikipedia tunnels. Someone would start out researching air conditioning, which might be useful, and end up reading the history of gelato. I was more interested in teasing Dr. Singh about his, I guess, techno-libertarian beliefs. I was telling him that it wasn't really the government that controlled people's lives. It was work. Work used to keep us going 24 hours a day near the end, and all technology was good for was getting more work out of us. I was standing up, you know. Uh, I had my right index finger up, and I was about to bring it into contact with the space between my left thumb and left index finger, thus completing my point. When Dr. Singh started showing me a map, the map had a path laid out on it. I continued arguing with him, uh, pretending to argue with him, as he told me about his doomsday shelter. He said that we could reach it. He said that it had enough food and water for me to live, probably until my natural death. I learned later that it's powered with some kind of nuclear batteries. Uh, Dr. Singh argued that even if I am slowly irradiated for a decade, my death will still be natural. I didn't think very hard about his proposition. You know the old saying, just run. I tended to trust people. I trusted George She always kept me out of trouble in the early years. I trusted the pair. He got me into a world of trouble, but I don't think he meant to. 
Anyway, he saved me from the authority. I also trusted some of them until they started trying to kill me. I still think I could work things out with them if Sammy weren't in charge. Anyway, you take the point. My index finger is up again. You might as well just trust people. This time, it's worked out very well. I would say I escaped from the underground, but that makes it sound very dramatic. I slipped out during an afternoon storm. I had Dr. Singh wrapped in some plastic shopping bags and tucked under my shirt. It was very uncomfortable. I had no idea where I was going until I reached the 91 freeway. I won't get too specific about what happened after that. I walked for quite a while until I found Dr. Singh's lot. I assumed someone would have gotten into his bunker, but it was very cleverly disguised. Uh, the place is really deep. I have to say, it feels secure. <sighs> you know, I used to wonder, like, what do rich people do with all their money, besides paying back debts? I mean, what is all that money for? I think I have one answer. This place is a cavern. Uh, the power system came on instantly. There's a surveillance system, and the food. There's so much food and plenty of water, it's not great. It doesn't taste irradiated, though it probably is, to some extent. It probably will. I mean, I have the feeling that I could definitely live another ten years down here. I don't know how I'll fill those years. Then again, the nuclear batteries might shorten that time considerably. Strange. I gotten used to being by myself after I lost George. But then I had the pair and Jarek. Jarek must have really made an impression on me. It's hard to believe, but I've been having dreams about him. Do you know those dreams where you see a person? Let's say it's your friend uh, Tony. You look at him, and you know it's Tony. You interact with him and everything. But you also know that that doesn't look like Tony. And there's this weird tension between knowing it's Tony and knowing it isn't Tony. This Tony in your dreams is like handsome or normal looking, but the real Tony looks like a thumb with a goatee. In my dreams, Jarek has a face. It's not distinctive, but there are definitely eyes uh, and a nose and a mouth. He even talks to me. How weird is that? All I can think is that I really wanted for that kid to have a face. I just never got used to it. I'm assuming no one is going to hear these episodes for a long time. I wouldn't want to hurt his feelings. It's hard enough being a young teen, even if you have a face. Hopefully, by the time anyone hears this, Jarek will be an adult. And it will no longer matter what he looks like. Though I doubt... That will ever not matter. Anyway, now it's just me and the doctor. I've turned him off for now. He keeps insisting that I get into his gold stash and telling me about the dangers of fiat money. He keeps saying it's all fiat money. I haven't gotten into his gold stash, but I have looked around for something to keep me, I guess, occupied or entertained for the next ten years or less. There isn't much... He has a computer that's loaded with videos. These were 
internet videos, YouTube videos. He has many thousands of hours worth of them. None of them are movies. He doesn't have a single movie. He says he didn't like the values of mainstream movies. He liked the freedom of internet videos. Tell you, I miss movies. Most of them weren't that good. And a lot of them were torture. Well, can't say torture anymore. But movies. I still remember lines from my favorite ones. Like, news on the march. You're so cool, Brewster. You dance with the devil. The devil don't change. The devil changes you. A woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets. The most important thing is being yourself. Are you okay? Let's split up. Tina, bring me the axe. I know there's more in there. Those aren't two pillows. Yeah. So, those are movies. They shaped the way I understood the world and talked about it. I did spend a lot of time I think we all did, watching internet videos near the end. I don't really remember any lines from them, or anything else about them. Uh, a lot of beauty queens misspeaking. There was one that stuck with me. It was a chimp uh, interacting with a frog. I think it would have been funny. I would have laughed at it if the frog had survived. So no movies, but he has a number of books. Most of them look like self-help books. One is about mental math. I feel pretty good about finding the square of any two-digit number, as long as the number ends in five. Later on, Dr. Singh and I are going to race. Uh, most of these books, I can't even read the titles without cringing. But there's this one that seems pretty crazy. It's called... The Self-Supreme Toward a New Romanticism And uh, there's this from the first chapter <clears throat> The first thing to know Is that there is nothing smaller than consciousness Consciousness surrounds even the smallest particle And gives it its shape It separates being from nothingness And the real from the possible Observation is the source of objects, from the subatomic particles to clusters of galaxies. The history of science to this point has moved humans from the center of the universe, a universe made for them, to a tiny speck on a tiny speck in a field without a center. But that is only one part of the story. Science has also expanded the scope of consciousness at the same time. We believe it has put the human at the center of the universe that he creates. Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of nonsense I could get into for a while. I hope you'll join me next time as I delve further into this madness. I hope you're in a safe place, but not so safe that you go insane from boredom. Join me next time, and we can rave together. <laughs>